Welcome to the State of Energy. I'm Randy Witt, along with a man who looked death in the eye. Jeez. And said, Oh boy. Have you ever tried turkey in a propane air fryer? Des said no, so he made this man some turkey in a propane air fryer, and in turn, he's still with us today. It's Tom Clark, executive director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. He's still breathing. Man, that that turkey air fryer is one of the best turkey the best way to cook a turkey that you can that you can get. And and you even got one. I sent one to you. Yes. That's why I know. I'm actually death. You looked me in the <laughs> eye and you asked me. Because you, Tom, you've been sick. That's why we haven't done I a have show been for a couple sick, of weeks. Yes, yeah, so it's nice to be back. I thought I thought that I might have had, uh, you know, the COVID again, but I guess that's over, and, and it was just the flu. Not Ebola, none, none of that. Wasn't Ebola? It wasn't Ebola. Right. It was. It wasn't the the chicken flu or the or the pig flu. It was just straight up Las Vegas flu. Yeah. You were in La- that's it. You're- when you're in Las Vegas for five days, these things happen. <laughs> that's why days. for me, Vegas has a 36 hour shelf life. You get in there one night, you spend a full day and are out before you go to sleep the next. Yeah, and that's how I got it. And now, of course, we're uh, in Thanksgiving season right now. So, uh, you know, I don't know about you, Tom, but I like to take uh, each day in Thanksgiving season, just in, in, just embrace, embrace it as much as possible. Find those special moments like spending $87 for an 18-pound turkey. Man, is it? I think everything this Thanksgiving uh, holiday season is going to cost a lot more. Not, I mean, turkey is obviously way up, right? I mean, yeah. You're going to have to, you might have to uh, find a way to offset those turkey costs. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I, you know, you can really dress up some Kentucky fried chicken in a certain way and <laughs> roll with that. I have an idea though. I, I think that, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about the rising costs of everything and yes. food, food, energy. Those are like on the top, which is interesting. They like, those are the two things they take out of the inflation reports was food and energy, which mm-hmm. is like the top, the, the two top things that are costing us the most amount of money right now. So, uh, I think this year, if you are going to pull out this expensive turkey, you want to make sure that, you one, you don't screw it up, right? Right. And two, let's save some energy and use a propane-powered air fryer. It's legit. It's incredibly awesome. It's perfectly cooked all the way through. You can get the skin just right. And for me, I don't know about uh, you, Tom, but I like to throw in some Cajun seasoning on top. Mm-mm, Love yeah. the Cajun seasoning. It is the best, and it's way better than than using that turkey deep fryer. I don't know if you've ever used one of those before. No, but you pull out all that oil. You got that. You got that oil really ripping and roaring hot, and then you stick this wet, cold bird in there, and then then you're just gonna have. Well, doesn't it shoot? It basically, a potential shoots disaster. Up the space shuttle and comes back. Oh, there's. There's a lot of, of YouTube videos on how to really screw up your Thanksgiving holiday by uh, using using an actual deep fryer to uh, to cook your turkey. But this the one that I sent you and the one that I'm going to use uh, on my, on my turkey day is going to be the air fryer for sure. Now, uh, folks, we want to make sure everyone understands we're not anti-electric, hydro, wind, solar, or thermal. We just believe a better balanced plan can do wonders for us. A better plan, a balanced plan that will fight our long-term climate issues and provide energy affordability and security in the here and now. And that's by incorporating propane on a much larger scale. Yeah, it's. I mean, look at look at. We've been talking about the inflation of food and energy. 
Mm-hmm. All you got to do is is Google it, just real quick. Is my electric bill going to go up this winter? Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. It's insane. I mean, it's it's going to go up so much. I mean, the rates are going to rise steeply and it's going to happen quick. And of course, just in time for winter. Across yeah. the board. And we've seen this from, from Maine to Oahu. You're looking, if you Google it, you'll find everybody's like, oh, 20%, 30%, 50% increase in electric prices and your electricity costs this year. And one of the stories uh, out of the Dallas Morning News, uh, the title is your electricity bill is high, but the worst is yet to come. Um, electricity and gas bills are going to make up for, uh, for losses from the 2021 freeze out in Texas, which caused rates to rise to record levels and also, more importantly, caused the deaths of over 200 people because their windmills froze and they had to bring in propane to fix the situation. Um, but there's no one place to get a listing of what fees are going up and by how much. People are confused. Texas is just telling their people, yeah, your rates are going up. We're not sure by how much we'll figure it out. Uh, because the Texas Public Utility Commission spokesperson, Rich Parsons, explains the affected companies made individual business decisions about whether to participate and how to participate, including the impact to their customers. Because these were individual business decisions, there's no firm average cost to customers that one can point to. Thanks for the guidance. Yeah. So you so you go from Texas where, where they're 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 saying, hey, it's it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Oh, and one thing before you go on, these fees don't include the billions of dollars that mm-hmm. may be needed to fund the marketplace redesign of the Texas state system. That's being worked on by the PUC and no cost has been assigned. They, they have no idea how much this is gonna cost. And then you move to a state like Washington, yeah, who has now recently uh, mandated the requirement for heat pumps in new residential construction. Now that that this has been a, a, a hot topic for a long time, and uh, they're they're putting this into the building code, and it, it was yeah. it was just voted on uh, a, a couple weeks ago. But starting in 2023, you're not going to be able to use gas for for uh, your your heat. At your, at your house, you, you have to use an electric heat pump. And new commercial buildings are going to be the same. So, and you can use a heat pump to, uh, can be used to heat or cool a structure. But the problem is, what happens when the power goes out? Power outages, uh, extreme costs, a rising of your electricity. And I don't know a whole lot about heat pumps. And we've been talking about bringing in um, some experts about heat pumps. We have the expert. We have the ultimate expert top of the line company that's been making water heat um, solutions for for years and years and years and they've got a solution to help overcome these these downfalls of a heat pump bring in uh, Kevin and and talk about what a heat pump is and how this is going to affect people all right Kevin Morgan Energy Sales Director for Renai, the number one selling tankless water heater in the USA. You can go to Renai.us. That's R-A-N-N-A-I.us. Uh, Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, great to be on. Thanks for having me on this state of energy, guys. It's uh, good to be here. We're very happy you're going to enlighten us on heat strips, and especially <laughs> Tom, because he thought we were going to be talking about dancers from Miami. I thought they were from Vegas. All right. Kevin, <laughs> good, Kevin where, good, where are you? Good where space are you? for both. 
Where? <laughs> Good space for both. Where are you at right now? Hey, I'm actually in the mountains of North Carolina, about 3,000 feet up. Uh, about 32 degrees as we speak right now. How much snow is on the ground? There is zero right now. Haven't had a cold front or, or water front come through, so we're good right now. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, Renai and your background um, in with Renai and 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 with in energy uh, um, altogether? Sure can, man. Uh, I'm uh, five years with Renai. Been here, been in the energy side for that long. Renai's been doing it for 102 years. We've been working this space. Not only tankless water heaters, boilers, uh, commercial product, but this heat pump helper opportunity is uh, just going to allow us to make uh, heating an option and keep uh, propane more viable as we move forward as a secondary heating source. So is most of your products run off of uh, a gas or do you have electric products as well? Currently, we don't have any uh, electric products uh, right now. Everything we have is a gas product, which is natural gas or propane. And uh, me and Rand have talked about this a lot. Most places in the U.S., you can actually, uh, you know, propane is cleaner than than most of the electric grid out there, anyway. So it's not uh, some of these some of these pushes to uh, electrify everything. In some instances, is actually going backwards. So can you explain a little bit about what a what a heat pump is? Yeah, a heat pump is uh, an ultimate. It, it and we're not uh, against the electric heat pump per se. It is there's an option sure, for yeah, that, yeah. but as an electric, as a well, as a part of an overall plan working together. One hundred percent, we believe in energy choice, but we do believe that as an electric heat pump is installed, it actually takes the outside temperature and pulls it into the unit to draw heat and make heat for your home. And at a certain temperature, that becomes very inefficient. And that temperature is around 40 degrees. All of my competitors from Goodman, Train, all those guys, if you're pulling in outside temperature that's below 40 degrees, that cycle won't work and it won't allow the heating of the home to, to use the electric heat pump. It will need some sort of help. And that's where they pull in the electric heat strip. That electric heat strip is about five times. As it starts running, it's, uh, it's anywhere from three to five times more expensive than the gas alternative propane or natural gas so what we're talking about here is like a air conditioner running in reverse is that right that is correct i use my i use my air conditioner in the summer to cool my house in the winter time and if i'm out if i'm out standing by my air conditioner in the summer it's putting off a lot of heat because of it's 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 creating heat because of the cooling process to to chill the inside of my house so it's putting off that heat so in the reverse I'm taking uh, the, 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 the heat and pushing it into my house and the cool air is cooling that heat back down, right? That is correct. All right. So, so that, that's a process and we're seeing these, these being mandated around, around the country and lots of, of rebates and, and in government incentives to do this. However, what you're saying is, during cold weather, these heat pumps are not as efficient anymore. And so now you have to, uh, or they don't even create enough heat. So now you have to have a backup source of heat, which is traditionally a, a heat strip. It is a heat strip. And if you had the correlation that I tell people is it's a uh, scorched air. It's like taking your uh, toast, sticking it in a toaster and producing heat out of that uh, unit. So that's exactly what an electric heat strip does. It actually pulls 
that from from trying to heat that toast and it creates a burning smell out in your home. Yeah. And once that kicks on, it's really expensive to run because it's actually trying to recover heat in a home and add to that supplemental side of your heat. So it's just like creating heat from a uh, toaster. And even more expensive with, with all these uh, electric rate increases going on everywhere. Oh, it's uh, it's amazing. Again, it's a five times and, and most utilities will tell you when the bills come out, they typically send out a notice to their consumers because they're running their auxiliary or what they consider secondary heat. And that's exactly what it is. Anytime the temperature falls below 40 degrees, it's going to turn on that heat strip in some form or fashion to supplement the heat in the home. And, um, and that's really very costly. So this isn't for this isn't for northern Maine heating. This is for Southern California heating. <laughs> this is for all overheating because you're talking about the uh, government looking at doing electric heat pumps everywhere. So in the north, if you're, if you're looking in, in in good example, when you're in Utah, you have colder climates. When you go north and you go to South Dakota in those areas, electric heat pumps are going to be put in. I have an example. There's a guy here in North Carolina. I just went to his house. He's got electric heat pumps. There's four. He got his first electric bill, and it was uh, $900. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so at the end, he's looking for an alternative solution. And so we've placed in one uh, hydronic air handler. Uh, really what controls it is a hydronic uh, controller, which is a control board, control panel. And it operates, and when it drops below 40 degrees, it sends the domestic hot water to that coil or water to that coil and creates 140-degree heat across a coil. Therefore, you're blowing that warmer air, moisture, warmer air or uh, uh, into the home, providing a lot of better heat source. That's going to be a lot more comfortable air too, right? I mean, Way it, more it's, comfortable. It's not that It's not going burnt. to smell either. <laughs> it adds humidity to it, and it doesn't smell as bad. That is a fact. Wow. So this unit uh, that you guys have have come up with, is this new technology that you guys own or where where, where did you where did you come up with this thing? Uh, it's not new technology. It's been done and they're they're doing a lot of these style systems across the board. Hydronic heating is something in the north, northwest and those areas has been a staple. Sometimes you can use a boiler or you can use a tankless water heater to run that. Uh, and you're running at 140 degrees, but it's not new technology. The thing that is new is pairing that the control module, which we have, that's a Renai product. That control module is going to talk to the thermostat and the boiler or tankless water heater as to when it needs to send uh, the water to the coil, you know, to the hydro aqua coil with, through, you know, with we're working with Bendis, but that actually, that product actually would work to make the thermostat say, hey, look, there's a call for, uh, heating below a 40 degree temperature, we're going to use the water instead of the electric heat strip. So basically what you're going to do is unplug that heat strip and utilize this uh, hydronic coil with the uh, air handler module. So let's just back this up just for a second here. So when the, when the temperature drops below 40 degrees, it now becomes inefficient to use this, this, toaster inside of your inside of inside of your furnace so instead of using that you you guys have this technology that runs hot water through your furnace ducking and and the, the fan kicks on and blows this nice warm air throughout your house and the technology that you guys have created 
makes puts puts the heat pump at its at its highest performance its highest efficiency and then once it b- drops below that and it's no longer efficient to use electricity and you can use propane for cheaper it kicks the the, the propane system on heats the hot water runs it through your your heating system and warms your house up and saves you money the bottom line is it's going to save the consumer a bunch of money it will save the consumer a good bit of money. The individual I'm talking about saved about $800 after that first month. But again, as you're looking at it, they're going to place a uh, electric heat pump in the home. And it has not only your heating, but your cooling portion. Uh-huh. This is about 18 inches of a hydronic coil that goes on top of that. It runs through your existing ductwork. Also, the advantage here is you're using a source of uh, heat uh, that provides one gas line but operates two appliances. So you're also reducing your carbon output throughout the environment to actually provide a cleaner opportunity to heat your home at a lower uh, temperature. So really what you're doing is taking your standard heat, electric heat pump, putting it in, placing a coil on top, and the water lines are going to run to that. And as the call for temperature goes below 40, it's going to tell that controller, hey, kick on the hot water to run through this coil so we can blow heat into the home without using an electric heat strip, which is five to six times more expensive than the propane uh, or natural gas partners. You're listening to The State of Energy. That is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand DeWitt, and our guest this week is Kevin Morgan, Energy Sales Director for Renai, the number one selling tankless water heater in the USA. And we're talking about your heat strips. And for everything you're saying there, Kevin, it seems like installation is pretty simple. Yeah, there's there's only five components that make this up and it typically goes straight into your system just like it normally would, runs through your existing ductwork. So, so you can just hire any any uh, heating and AC guy can put this in or I got to hire a, a specialized water heating propane guy. This going to run directly through your... Uh, standard HVAC mechanical contractor. Nice. Well, so Tom Clark could actually make this happen. <laughs> Maybe we should try this out at my house. Kevin, can you send me one for free? I think we could put you on there as a uh, as a uh, pilot test site as we're doing them today, Tom. It'd make it a, it'd make a great opportunity for us to show you how we could lower your energy bills. There we go. So, and and this isn't just propane, right? I mean, you have this that runs on natural gas as well. That is correct. So, and and like like Rand said, we're not we're not anti everything else. We don't think the world should just run only on propane. But there, there's we've we've got to have a balanced energy. We've got to have electric. We've got to have wind. We've got to have solar. We've got to have natural gas. We've got to have propane. And when we when we start to to choose uh, an, an an ultimatum of this is this is where you have you're only going to be able to use electricity. This is when people start freaking out and they're like, hey, well, I need I need to have some energy security at my house. And if you're stuck with a heat pump with a heat strip. You're gonna have you, you you put yourself at risk from from power outages or or rolling blackouts, rolling brownouts, um, high cost of of energy, and this solution really helps people solve all sorts of problems from energy security to energy costs, and helps reduce your carbon footprint. 
And Kevin, are you starting to see across the country where people are starting to wake up to the benefits of propane and how dangerous it can be to go all electric? Even here in California, uh, we just had an election and people in California rejected more subsidies for electric vehicles. Are you seeing that? I I, I see that across the country in in a lot of different formats, but the biggest part is just a lack of understanding of what uh, propane in or the natural gas. Propane is great. It does lower your uh, carbon footprint in the whole U.S. versus electric. Um, And again, it just provides you an alternate solution. Uh, Another great thing that this product does is if you're trying to, and, and more people are doing this, they're putting in a backup generator. Um, if, and if you're putting in a backup generator, you take this product alone, you can still heat your house because this 4KW is all it takes to kick on a tankless water heater. Tankless water heater doesn't have a lot of draw, a lot of amperage. Once it's on, it's on. And if you have a, it allows you to put in a smaller generator and run it. Again, guys, the benefit to this, it's two appliances in your home running off of one gas line and it's really low uh, amperage to run it. So therefore, if you've got a generator, you can kick on more things in your house. You can keep that refrigerator on. You can yeah. keep your, hey, you guys are talking about the gas grills, man. You've got your gas grill running. You can do that. You can make a turducken instead of making that, sta- instead of that standard turkey. Man, you can make a turducken. That's what I was going to go with that. That's where I was going to, I was going to ask you since we're in Thanksgiving season and Tom and I were talking about how we like our turkeys. How do you, you make like a turducken? Yours, Kevin? Put a duck in there and you eat a that turducken, turducken on that air fryer a, and you're what good. What is a turducken? You, you take a turkey, you stick a duck inside and you make a turducken, my friend. <laughs> Don't you remember John Madden? Yes, it's a turducken. You get two birds in one. No, Have you actually done this? Uh, yes. You just do this as a joke. Oh, is we've, real? We've, we've done this. Yes, it's real. Three birds. The duck. The duck is small. You have to put the, the chicken in first. Oh my god! I got a turkey, this. duck, chicken. Okay. Can we add like a prime rib to this as well? Yeah, you'd have to put that on your air fryer separately. But yes, you can have that. <laughs> Kevin, you, you've got you guys have got all sorts sorts of other products. So I mean, this is we're talking about using this as as a as a supplemental heat to your to your heat pump. But you guys you guys also make just heaters. Um, and, and water heaters and boilers, right? So what, what do you, what's the most popular item that you guys sell at Renai? Most popular is our, by far our tankless water heaters. We have two different types. You got a non-condensing, which is uh, 83% efficient. You also have a condensing version, and it's uh, 93 94% efficient. Uh, good thing about our products, we just released two new versions. The, the RE product is our newest product, and that actually has what we call research, uh, smart research. Smart research means you don't have to worry about the product. When you get up, it's going to create a recirculation in your home based on your shower, your time. So it's a smart product. Same thing on our commercial side. I mean, our residential side, as far as a condensing product, it has smart research. It'll, it'll remember you take a shower at 6 a.m., Next morning, it's going to kick on at five thirty. That's how oh, these man. products have evolved. Don't don't great. don't tell my wife that. I'll have to go buy a Renai water heater. I might need man. one for myself. You should have one, Tom. <laughs> You're the Rocky Mountain Propane Director. You should have a, a propane unit in your you house. Know, we did have one in the in the propane showcase home when we when we built the 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 propane house up in idaho and we're getting ready to build the one in utah so we're 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 gonna put another one of these on display here at the the propane showcase house well that house was a great house it actually had a boiler a tank a renai boiler 
and our air handler. So it was really producing one gas line again, two appliances, making that home more efficient. Yeah, that unit was was heating the domestic hot water and and heating the house as well without a heat pump. So this this device is this very similar to that to that uh, air handler that was in at the propane house. One hundred percent. It allows you to again, like I'll say, it allow you to uh, utilize a, a secondary heat source that's uh, hydronic in nature, just like your uh, hydro uh, air handler would, um, and it and it keeps you relevant with. Propane. So if, if my heat pump went down, this thing would would heat the house without the heat pump at all. It probably wouldn't because you still got to have your blower. It's got to kick on and blow the warm air. Um, but if your blower but, but is working, actual heat then yes. Pump, the, if the if the AC heat pump unit went out, you could. Go. Mine went out. My my air conditioner unit goes out. It seems like every year I have some type of problem with a with some something on the motor well kevin so you know he's the type of guy that literally has uh like icicles coming from the uh yes i know tom well that is that that is true and and for us it is you the unit still has to operate tom because it won't the blower won't kick on and and blow the warm air from the hydronic coil if it's not operating i see kevin morgan energy sales director with renai we thank you very much for sharing your wealth of knowledge with us hey guys thanks for letting me on i appreciate the opportunity have a have a wonderful Thanksgiving, uh, Kevin, and we really appreciate you uh, being on the show today. Hey, have a good day. All right, Renai. Renai is the number one selling tankless water heater in the USA. Go to Renai.us. That's R-A-N-N-A-I.us for more information. That is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand DeWitt, and we're always online at thestateofenergy.com.